0: I had a good chuckle from an email that I recently received. A parent had been present at a preschool Shabbat celebration where I spoke with the preschool children. She wrote, Dearest Rabbi Singer, I believe it was you who addressed the little ones and visitors at Shabbat on Friday. You mentioned a book about a family road trip that could be helpful for siblings to get along with each other, going so far as to pray for one who annoys you. (laughs) It was quite noisy as you were speaking and I couldn't quite make out the name of that book. Would you please forward the name to this email address? We would appreciate it very much, thank you. So what makes me laugh is that the book I was telling the children about is the Torah. (laughs) Great book. You have summer, you gotta read something, I recommend it. This is the time of year when families take vacations. Road trips, camping trips, car trips. Because more people are away at this time, we miss the very Torah stories that describe the dynamics of a long, hot, family road trip, par excellence. In our Torah, the Israelite family has been freed from enslavement, but must take this long, hot, cranky trip, traveling in close quarters until they reach the promised land. Each Shabbat, we read another installment of their travel journal, and it's always something. This Shabbat, one of the Levite tribe, Korach, asserts himself as Moses' equal. He foments a rebellion against Moses, Miriam, and Aaron, basically saying to them, who made you the boss of us? A few weeks ago, when I addressed the preschool, it was Miriam and Aaron who rebelled against Moses' leadership when they quetched, has God only spoken through Moses? Has he not spoken through us as well? Who made you the boss of us? On this, Rabbi Shai Held notes that when Miriam was punished with leprosy after gossiping, Moses prayed for her. Rabbi Held notes that Moses didn't use Miriam's name. He said, Elna Rufanala, please heal her. And that's because he was deeply hurt by the meanness of what Aaron and Miriam had said behind his back. Yet still, he prayed for her. Rabbi Held noted that it's easy for us to pray prayers for the people that we love and adore, as we just did with Amisha Misha Berach. But what a challenge to say prayers for the people who annoy us or hurt us or bother us. What a powerful character builder to think good thoughts for the difficult people who travel with us in our lives. Now, another week, another rebellion. This time, when it is Korah who speaks ill of Moses and turns a large number of fellow travelers against him, Torah says, when Moses heard this, he fell on his face. We don't know exactly what that means. Maybe he prayed. But likely, Moses was yet again stung by this negative attack on his leadership. It's no wonder that leaders tend to either become terribly arrogant or simply to burn out. I turn to another commentary by Rabbi Held. He notes that as a result of Korach's rebellion, God launches a demonstration that God has indeed chosen Moses and no one else by dramatically ending Korach's rebellion. If you like huge events and you've already seen Jurassic World, you can read this week's Torah portion. You'll see it is gruesome. Then God clarifies the leadership roles of the different types of leaders, including the Levites, the tribe from which Korah comes. Rabbi Held calls our attention to a difficult to translate Torah expression, matanat netunim la adonai, which is often translated. These leadership responsibilities are assigned to you in dedication to God. Torah repeats this expression one verse later, this time to the Kohanim. I make your priesthood a service of dedication, avodat matana. Rabbi Held notes that avodat matana, matana, it means gift. Rashi explains that the priestly service is a gift I have given you. So rather than dwell on the obligation and hardship of leadership, as any leader will do, Torah teaches us to transcend the difficulties and the rebellions in order to focus on the gift of being able to serve God and to serve members of our community. And whether you are the leader of your people's family or the big boss of something, it is powerful to shift our attitude in a positive direction. This attitude shift also reminds us it's not because we're so special or amazing or powerful that we are leaders. Our leadership gives us the opportunity to give the gift of presence, of support, of help wherever it is needed by the people around us. And because Torah calls us all a kingdom of priests, each one of us has that capacity to give what we have to give to others, to see that capacity to give as a gift. In this way, we all serve God. Each of these summer travel journal Torah portions gives us pause and helps us rethink how to be the best family member, the best leader, the best child of God. Each day we wake up and we face whatever life puts before us. This week it was a horrifying shooting in a black church in Charleston, South Carolina. It was a terrible tragedy and our hearts go out to all the families at the Emmanuel AME Church. We are shocked and dismayed to have such a hateful thing happen. But it is our privilege, our gift, to use our own leadership to fight against racism and gun violence. May our Torah's teachings focus and direct us all to continue the long, exhausting journey toward a promised land of peace and justice for all. Amen. We turn now to the Alenu on page 282, and we all stand.